Hello and welcome to episode 87 of I'm Fine, the second and final part to our positivity special. Didn't mean to be a first and second part, did they? No. Just it just floweth over. <laughs> yeah, as we always do. Mm. Fluid to the end, aren't we? Um, this is an even more positive chat between myself, Damo, and someone who this week planted a seed of doubt in my mind whether or not a recent video involving seemingly fleeing Afghan nationals surrounding and running alongside a moving C-17 US Air Force plane was actually real. <clears throat> Mark? I think you're a little bit of Lisa do um, Liza Doolittle. Lisa Doolittle. <laughs> Liza Doolittle. Hmm? Is it Pygmalion? I've no idea. You're just shouting all these things out. Rex Harrison, the actor. Yeah, what about him? Was in... That. I think he was in Pigma. I what's don't this, know what's any about this. To do with, uh, well, he tries. He, he tries to bring her up as a lady because she's like a cockney. Oh yeah, she's from the West Ham, isn't she? <laughs> so he tries to change her and make her uh, right a woman for society. Are you saying you're trying to change me into your? No, my, what I your, do your is my, fa- oh, right. my fair lady. Might be my, my little my little pony. God, we're always struggling, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> so yeah, I came to training, mm. and you went. Have you seen the video? That video of all the Afghans running around the plane. I went. Yeah, everyone's seen it. You're like it's an infl- <laughs> it's an inflatable plane, and I was like, huh? Let's be honest. I was trying to say I don't want to believe it's an inflatable plane. I was trying to be, <laughs> yeah, okay. I planted a seed, but it you was did. with a caveat. Yeah, you said even I, even I'm stretching my yeah, yeah, and um, then you went away, <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was just gnawing at me. Yeah, so I had a little look, and I started sending you little clips of why I thought it wasn't a real plane. I am 100% convinced. Mm-hmm. I don't normally, you know, mm. deep dive on these things, no. Mark, as you know. I'm 100% convinced that that aircraft yeah. in that video was 100% fake, as in a decoy, as in an, a really impressive decoy yep. of a C-17. Mm-hmm. They are. That's probably the most adamant I've seen you. Yeah, adamant. Yeah. Yeah. You're my new Prince it Charming. Is, I've... <laughs> I've <laughs> I've gone for my fair lady to Prince Charming. Yeah. I prefer that. It's unbelievable. So I'm sure everyone has seen that video. Yep. But if you want to have a closer look at that video, mm-hmm. probably watch it 4,000 times like I have <laughs> and, st- and paused it and, and compared it to an actual yeah. C-17. Yeah. And we well, haven't even got on to the numbering on the plane, have we? I'm not, I'm not even sure about that. I think that's a bit of a stretch. It's there. You can see it. Yes. You're talking about 9-11? Yeah. There's 9 and 11s in it, but it's not 9-11. It's 1109. Is. Isn't it 1109 then? Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's the point. Oh, is it? <laughs> right. No, not that's nine my... in 911 is actually... The, it's called the... 911, right. which is the American <laughs> okay. way of doing it. Right. No one else in the world uses that. We all use 1109, so that made it easier for us to understand. Right. <laughs> which is what you're doing now to me. Yeah, patronising. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but in quite a loving way. Yeah. I'm not feeling the love, weirdly. But... Thick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's 1109. Yeah, 1109. Yeah, Yeah, which is the it's 11th. It's how you would write which... the 11th of September. <laughs> it's how we write it. Yeah, how most of the world writes it. America doesn't. No. <laughs> All right, should we carry on? Yeah. Is this feeling positive? Yeah. Oh, great. I didn't think it was. I'll put the links up. Everyone can go and have a, have their own. Mm. Have their own. It's just my opinion, Mark. That's the beauty of this, isn't it? Mm. I can just say what I like on here. It's your pod. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll, I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and everyone just uh, have a look. And I'm sure there's yeah. some aeroplane connoisseurs out there mm. who would enjoy having a little deep dive on that. This is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, deep fakes, shallow fakes, and 99s with a flake. 
We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's spoken our perfectly imperfect lives and if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this... Madness. Thank you. Uh, then our work here is done. Please subscribe to us and follow us on Instagram. Just search for I'm Fine Cast. And feel free to send us a message. Coming up in this episode. <laughs> what? Um, we'll be taking a look at the last year because you know what this is, Mark. Yeah. Mm. It is our year anniversary. Mm. Almost to the day, I think. I'm trying to work out when do we record the first one because I know my story was... Wait, a McDonald's story? My McDonald's story was whilst my father was still alive. Our first one was went out on the on the 30th of August. Okay. And so probably recorded a couple of days before. Yeah, when did he die? What, what he died on the 21st. Really? Yeah. On the anniversary of his death, did I mention to you how I sat in his garden waiting for a robin to appear? No. I think I might have alluded to this before. My dad used to almost hand feed a robin. Right. And so the day he died, I went back to his house and like a robin popped into the garden. Oh, right. And it reminded me of the first podcast where we had the McDonald's story and the woman I was speaking to mm. had the feather, oh, the feather yeah, at yeah. night for yeah, that. Yeah. And so the robin had been my feather, if you like. My dad had always referred to it. So I went there on the anniversary of his death and there was like two fat off wood pigeons, oh. which wasn't quite the point and there wasn't a robin in sight and i'm going great i'm looking for a sign maybe i'm trying too hard so searching for the garden putting down seed and bread and not a robin not a dicky bird no (laughs) you you were thinking it weren't you (laughs) i wasn't you got there first and um and then we put his ashes in with my mum and literally turned up at the site of my mum's grave and this robin just sat there on this gravestone like looking for about two minutes as I'm standing there with my dad's box in his hand. Wow. Just sat there, then flew That's off. That's cool. There and I go. thought... There's your sign. Yeah. yeah. He wanted to celebrate his birthday rather than his death day. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. very good. Where am I? So in this episode, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll be taking a look at the last year. Yeah. In a little bit of a review. Mm. Um, and we're just going to pick up on um, positivity, as it's a positivity special. special. Part de. Um And link it to mental health, which I think we kind of did and we kind of do. But maybe yeah. with a bit more focus. I think just, just interjecting very quickly, I think the reason we split it in two is the first one tended to be more of physical aspects of positivity, the last pod. Yeah. I, I think it was less I think it was less linked to mental health than, yes. yeah. than physical health. But I think the two are so intertwined. This week has shown me I just anyway, we'll get on to that. Yeah, we will. So how are you anyway? All right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Thank right. you. Yeah. It's brightly. Mm-hmm. It's a sunny Saturday. Well, it's a Saturday, isn't it? That's we, kind of Thrown us a little feel. bit, but yeah, mm. the, you know, closing the circle, isn't it? We start mm. now. We start always used to do this on a Saturday, mm. didn't we? Many a month. This feels like a Saturday. If I'd woken up, mm. I'd know it was a Saturday. I know you're going to go on. <laughs> don't don't you think have days? I mean, I know I rank my days, but yeah. don't you think? What well, days... just feels like a Saturday? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, it's I like think the if... hallmarks of a Saturday. Yeah, you know, you and not just because why. football's being played. Just I just. I have a feeling on a Saturday. I feel different on a Saturday than I do on a Sunday, if I, even if I'm doing identical things. But I feel physically and mentally different because it's a Saturday. Not better or worse, but different. This feels, it has an atmosphere of Saturday. No? Well, yeah, well I can't deny your truth, can no. I, there? You went there. <laughs> a sort of a denial. Yeah, no, I, it's got to be your kind of perception of the, you know, what's happening in the week and your build-up to the weekend. Yeah. You? It's different attitude towards weekends. I mean, it's just another day, isn't it? But we treat them so differently. But it might have been based, as you're saying, on the six days that have led up to it. Yeah. So, so I'm expecting to feel this way because yeah, it's maybe. a Saturday. There's, there's a few things happening this time a year ago, right? 
Uh, Thiago Silva joined Chelsea. <laughs> what? <laughs> what I remember? I, I didn't really, I didn't realize that was a year a ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> He's not a regular though, is he? Because um, Christensen and uh, yeah, much better. Rudgear are better than him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lionel Messi failed to turn up to pre-season training. Okay. First of all, that's a year he's been un- he's been rumbling there. Obviously, he's not there anymore. He's just moved, isn't he? Mm. But also, secondly, which I thought, why is it the trend that players don't turn up to training? Yeah. When there's there's speculation around their future. It's very under 14, isn't it? I'm, I'm not going today, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't like them. Yeah, they call me names. <laughs> they call me Messi Messi. <laughs> yeah, or Hurry Kane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't or Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe if his name had been Ronaldo. What? Like his, his like first Ronald, name was Ron. Ron Ronaldo? No, no, not Ronaldo Oh, you mean all. his, second, his no. second name was Aldo? Yeah. <laughs> Ronald Aldo? I don't think he would have made... No, no, Ron Aldo. <laughs> yeah, but I don't it'd think be Ronald Aldo, it. wouldn't he? His full name would be Ronald Aldo. Okay. Right? No, you've doubled the... What? If he's Ronald... And then Aldo. Aldo. Oh, Ron- yeah, yeah, Ronald. with the Ronald, yeah. yeah but shortened to Ron. Yeah, but it'd only be Ron when he's a bit older, wouldn't it? I don't think he would be where he is today if that you're was never his a name. Baby, you're never a baby Ron, are you? are always a baby Ronald. Okay. Or Ronnie. Ronnie Aldo. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ronnie Aldo. <laughs> he'd make it yeah. there. Workman-like. But he'd, he'd, busy I midfield. tell you what, you know, Messi kind of uh, does a bit of a strop. Harry Kane has a strop, mm. right? Ronaldo just gets on a plane and goes home. Yeah. He doesn't hide and not go to training because I've had enough. See you later. Yeah. Next thing you know, signed on the line. Bosh. Mm. Off he goes. That's the way you do yeah, it, that's isn't the way it? to do it, yeah. No mucking around. Right, also, the actor Rebel Wilson revealed her weight loss and broke the internet. This happened, all happened a year yeah. ago. Donald Trump accepted his party's renomination as the 2020 Republican presidential nominee. Remember Donald Trump? Yeah. Remember him? Mm. Those are cool days, weren't they, when he was around? Yeah. It was a right laugh, wasn't it? I wish he'd come back. Yeah. Life was more fun with him. <laughs> yeah, it's all got a bit serious. Isn't yeah. Porth <laughs> uh, Call in Cornwall was famously pictured being battered by Storm Francis. Mm. Remember Francis? That was one of your favourites, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, Franny. Storm there's, Franny. There's Ida in America today, isn't there? Is it? Mm. That's going to be a big one. You love your storms, yeah. don't you? Um, and the UK was lashed with 80 mile an hour winds and it caused absolute havoc. Some bins, bins went bins over. Bins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Mexico was ravaged by COVID and recorded the third highest number of deaths in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now it's us, isn't it? We're kind of no. to be top of the charts. No, well, per we million. I don't know. No, Peru are up there. Peru are doing right. well. Uh, and also, we, here in the UK, we just started to open up after our second lockdown, mm-hmm. as we all eagerly ran into the streets licking anyone we could find, mm. just to get as well on the way to a Christmas lockdown, if you remember rightly. Woohoo! But it was a very quiet August, wasn't it? Was it? No, I mean, in terms of the whole COVID thing, uh, there was very few cases, very few deaths. So, yeah, we started this a year ago. Mm. Mad, isn't it? Mm. Do you think we do a year? No. <laughs> no okay. I don't think we get past t- three tops yeah yeah okay. what about you I don't know really I just wanted to see if we could do it mm-hmm. and I was stuck doing it yeah <laughs> don't we got to get out of it yeah <laughs> I had two people contact me yeah admittedly one of them was my mother going yeah. podcast this was yesterday yeah. podcast today I'm like no yeah I've had a couple of contacts going like you know have yeah. things crashed you two fallen out <laughs> again yeah all these things actually <laughs> You found better, someone better to work with, Mark. <laughs> yeah. you got, no, still looking. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to do a really quick rundown of our year. Okay. If I can. I did. St- I'm, whip. 
I did start doing a poem, as I told you, but it was so shit. I'm not you always read it. do. You, this, okay. Well, this is kind of another another closing of the circle. I think on one of the first episodes, you talked about a poem <laughs> that you'd written, lost, or was going to write, yeah. and never 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 saw the light of day. Which will so tie in. There's a thing in. where you just say you've written poems and never actually perform them. Yes. What's I the over promise and underperform. No. <laughs> no, that's not right. <laughs> I over promise and under deliver. <laughs> I think you're right the first time. We started at the end of August, yep. which is pretty much straight into September. Um, and our uh, fir- yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just like I have to clarify these things, right? And and then and, uh, then, uh, then what? What followed September? Don't jump October, ahead. Yeah. Don't okay. jump. That's coming. All right, let's don't, go. Don't spoil anything. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Chunk in the Goonies in the first grade. Right, our first episode blew all chances of having a coffee sponsor, thanks to you. Yeah, unbelievable. Within since, a minute. <laughs> yeah, and since then we've never had a never had a coffee sponsor. No. So well done for you doing that. So we've got um, the others, haven't we? <laughs> what? The other sponsors. No. No. We got any? Media's just got a sponsor. How oh, come she, we can't? Well, she gets a kit off <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram. We we don't even show our. You know, I should just put you on Instagram. I've yeah. said it before. Get your vest on. Yeah. Take some photos. You can be modelling some products. Mm, like Zimmer frames. Stair well, lift. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like body butter. <laughs> body butter, but there you go. It's okay. a day glistening in the sunshine. Okay. Our journey into sarcopenia started in, in episode two. We mm. got straight into that. Mm. So there's quite a few things that kind of keep repeating. We talked about food judgment um, and introduced your passion for retro sweets. And that was all in the first month. In October, we had our first lad special talking about dolphins' private parts. And why football has gone to the dogs. 15, episode 15, October was Amelia's first and last appearance on, <laughs> on this podcast. Talking about why public gyms are intimidating. We never got her back on, did we? She's too busy for us now. She's too big for a... Yeah. Too big too for, big for a, She's <laughs> up in um, London with James Smith today. Mm-hmm. Well, well in the same room as him. Yeah, with another 40,000 people. She's hoping to get noticed, I think. Is she? Yeah. She's gone up with a placard. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Make me famous. Didn't t- We're only into episode 16 before you got in trouble with Facebook. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. About the mask, that mask picture you put up? Mm. Mm. And I was, oh, I was right. That's actually true, isn't it? Yeah. It has since been proved that yes. particles of the yeah. COVID yes. can go through masks. Even 3P ones. You'd think for three pence. Oh, the, three P, the, the blue 3P yeah. ones. Yeah. And I think 18, episode 18, probably had the best title I think we've ever had, which is Raisins to be Cheerful. Mm-hmm. I think that probably is up there, certainly, one yeah. of my favourites. Okay. In November, we had our uh, Brian, the gorgeous Brian, made a first appearance in what? <laughs> what? He is gorgeous. In episode what? He still is gorgeous. No, Have you seen I... him on Instagram recently? Yeah. He doesn't uh, listen to this, so we can say. Yeah. It's too busy for us. Yeah. It? It's like we almost sort of give them their little push. <laughs> what? Their start in yeah. their careers? They come on as a guest. <laughs> and we just make them massive and then they yeah. never talk to us again. Yeah. There we looked at wearables and your health. Uh, you took us on a magical mystery tour in episode 25. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Was that the bus? The bus we were trip. going to do a recording we on a bus trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Took us till November, episode 26, to start talking about billionaires. And that was the first one I really had to do an edit because you did a rap. We had loads of swear words in it. So I did me, do a poem. <laughs> no, you didn't. You read out some <laughs> naughty words. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to do some lots of editing. And twenty-seven. How could we? How could we forget? Not now. I've forgotten that. <laughs> what? 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 Oh, the um, the water, bottle, water bottle with not yeah. now on it. Yeah. Uh, December saw us talking about milk and aphids uh, in episodes twenty-nine and thirty. And one of my favourite uh, 
story, one of your stories by a long shot was in episode 32, which was prostitutes in the Balti Triangle. <laughs> and that's up there with probably the, the other, <laughs> probably joint best title. Yeah. That didn't actually do as well as I thought. I thought that was going to be a bit of clickbait, putting prostitutes in I the thought title. That. And it didn't really take and off. the link with triangle, oh, it's all right, I'm stretching it. <laughs> you on. are really stretching yeah. it. Um, 33. Now, what, did I, are we just, what were I talking about on the, on the opening of this podcast? Not a clue. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you won't have a clue. You won't listen. Blow up aeroplanes, right? Yeah, we were talking about blow up tanks in episode thirty-three. So fifty-four episodes ago, we mentioned how yeah. deceptive decoy weapons of war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now look. I wonder if all the weapons they've left the Taliban are oh, actually blow-up ones. wouldn't it? Eighty-six billion dollars worth of blow-up yeah. machinery. Taliban open bouncy castle park. <laughs> You could have that, couldn't Imagine you? Imagine all kind of videos of them shaking their fists, <laughs> giving you pesky westerners. You could see the sign next to it saying, no shoes, no bayonets, <laughs> no cutlass. That'd be amazing. Oh, all them just enjoying themselves. Yeah. All about just having a lovely time. I did uh, say, see someone say that, and I'm not being, no, I'm being really flippant here. Someone went, it looks like a good gig. He said, you ride on the back of a van. He said, they're always smiling. They look well fed. They don't really have to work. Mm-hmm. None of them have got COVID. Just, yeah, and you can fire AKs openly into the air. Yeah, but do you know what? The, I'm, I am being flippant. But the point he was saying, because he went on to write, was how, do, how does that happen? You, you couldn't have it in the UK well, or the US that you would have 75,000 people employed by a sort of it's pretty obvious smoke and happens, mirrors. Mark. They give zero fucks. Yeah, but we all need we all need to take a little bit out of the Taliban's book, don't we? Yeah, they've either invested in Bitcoin and done really well, or a lot I mean, of... I know there's a bit of opium over there. <laughs> but you know, the point I'm making is that they have created, no matter how dysfunctional they appear to us, they have created something out of nothing. We were saying the other day, the press conferences that they're giving are sort of more polished than Biden. Yeah. And they might be talking rubbish, but they have a sort of... We were talking about it because they left all the planes there, all the Black Hawks. Yeah, they, they wouldn't more... do it if it was the other way around. That's the point I'm saying. The Taliban would not go, we'll leave 85 billions worth of... No, no, they're far too commonsensical for that. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, they've got that's their... a good point. Well made. Yeah. Yeah. All the names of everybody that helped well, us. Just that's the of, everyone that's just treats out. them like they're idiots. They're just playing in the that's sand. The, that's the bit I'm saying. <laughs> they're not idiots. No, they're not. That's the no. point I'm saying. No. In the same way that whenever you mention there's no COVID in Africa, people go... Yeah, well, they don't really test properly over there. What? Because they're black? <laughs> Cause they're because ra- they're living in a jungle? No. Stop yeah. being so patronising. Yeah. The majority of people, sweeping generalisation, when they see the Taliban on the back of a van with a machine gun, go, idiots, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I've got a pot to piss in. Yeah. Don't know don't what they're ha- doing. Not yeah. as intelligent as us. And then the point I'm making is you look at what they're doing. What mm. they're doing, they're doing well. well they're, it might not be what we would want people to do. They have negotiated... Yes, the West. The deal of the century. Was, yeah. Yeah. Look what they got out of that. Yeah. This is still positive. Yeah. Isn't it? I, th- I think being positive you, you about the Taliban probably wasn't what we intended. I think you could, well, yeah, you know, whatever. Might be our last episode. Anyway. <laughs> Joke, Mark. Don't worry. Yeah. Hilarious, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, for episode 34, uh, this is in December, ventured into what empaths are. And our Christmas special seeing us cover your Christmas heartache. Not a clue. Remind me. You were, t- you were talking about how awful your Christmases were, having diaries, ra- used uh, diaries. Used diaries, yeah, yeah right. from the year before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about death in our Christmas special. Okay. We really push the, push the boat out, don't we? January, we began the year by freestyling in our two-part garage philosophy episodes. Mm-hmm. We try to bottle what we have in our training, don't we? Okay. 
again, all new to do me. Do you remember this? Do no. you know? Do you know <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a new adventure. Um, episodes 39 and 40, introducing your weird earplugs and sock nonsense. Okay, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, because it's, it's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. But the scary thing about that, I'm not going to go into it too much. People can go back and listen to episode 39. You talked about you can't wear like earphones or earplugs, you know, ear protectors mm-hmm. and socks mm-hmm. in bed at the same time. Correct. Because of the dangerous suffocation. I still can't believe I'm saying those words out loud mm-hmm. because of, was that suffocation? Mm-hmm. Right. The strange thing was you weren't the only, per- only person that went, I know exactly what that is. It's like... <laughs> There's a couple born every minute, isn't yeah. there? <laughs> right. uh, 41, we had gorgeous Brian back for rest and rehab. Uh, we had uh, we started getting onto habit stacking, gut biome, and an introduction to mindfulness in 42, 43, and 44. I mean, come on, that's a lot of stuff going on in there. This will this also be a bit of a theme. We have a real good run of content, and then we absolutely just go to shit. <laughs> Then we kind of get our shit together and we crack on and okay. that's pretty much the theme of this review. Uh, we're to February. Well, true. <laughs> February, episodes 47, 48 and 49, we looked at judgment, luck and finding your centre with the lovely Joe, who I had coffee with this morning. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about a centre again. I think it's very good. Lots of topics to pick up again. Then we got really philosophical and out of our depth, truly out of our depth for truth and illusion. Finishing the month with episode 53, we only exist when you listen to us. Mm-hmm. We we're getting cool. That was hard, wasn't it? The philosophy stuff. Yeah. We're out of our depth, aren't we? Totally, yeah. March, uh, we were talking about why. Mm-hmm. Risk, how the world's getting even more fucked up. And then what uh, looks to be a relief with episode 57, Retro Suits and Crystal Balls. And that's the other thing we do. We get into quite heavy yeah. stuff. And, and then, then we kind of go, going too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of jokers, you know. Yeah. Uh, April started nicely with cute sables. And unfortunately, uh, you lost your friend Lewis at that time to suicide, which was devastating. So 64 and 65 were pretty reflective. Yeah. 66, we had Miguel from Atlas Biomed join us talking about gut oh, health. Yeah, of course. And I guess with the, with the stuff happening to Lewis and us kind of being a bit reflective, May began with Prelude and a three-part mini-series on borderline personality disorder, mm. which is still getting a load of a load of listens right now, aren't they? Yeah, I looked this morning at that. I think, you know, when you said you, you, you weren't sure we were going to get past three, mm. we, we had a big quite a big discussion on whether to go with the whole borderline thing and I think as you said we had a couple of full starts after Lewis's death didn't we mm. we sort of like yeah we're going to talk about it and then I just clammed yeah, up yeah, or yeah. we didn't feel it was appropriate there's two things that have had have really resonated with me one of them is just the odd individual thing from people going I've laughed out loud at you two mm. or I've gone to sleep to you too, or <laughs> Fine line. I don't agree. Yeah, I don't agree with you, but that was really interesting. But I think the, the and that's happened with with lots of episodes. Mm. The one on borderline for me, and again, this is my stats side, is that we did three. Well, sixty eight actually did touch on mental health yeah, quite we did. a it lot. It was a bit of a. It was a. But we didn't. We were just targeted towing the water. Yeah, and then we kind of went into it. But the interesting thing for me is that seventy and seventy one the listens are almost the same. Mm. And from a statistical point of view, I'm going, you had a lot of people listen to number to, to, to 69. It was our most, it's our most listened to episode. Yeah. Yeah. There is then some drop off because some people might go, I don't want to listen to Borderline again or yeah, yeah. it isn't relevant or I didn't like it. Yeah. Not a lot of drop off really. No. But then the drop off from two to three is almost nothing. Mm. There's hardly any people that, 
any, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And to me, that's the best confirmation that people have got to the second episode on Borderline going, I need to know yeah, yeah, the yeah. next bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think that's probably the proudest thing is that I think we handled it in a way. I mean, certainly I think it helped me continue with my recovery on a personal good. note. But I think the feedback from other people is, I don't know, I think we gave it from a very personal perspective. Yeah. You were sort of questioning me yeah. in a very, I think you are a really good interviewer. And it, it sort of brought out a personal perspective, whereas I'm following one or two BPDs at the moment who are quite scientific. Yeah. And I think it's it's horses for courses, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah. I think we got a had a bit of everything in there though. Yeah. I think it took its toll on us because by this point we had we decided to go from two episodes to one episode mm-hmm. at that time. And episode seventy three, you were just mentioning that we kind of had to restart a couple episodes that was actually episode seventy three that saw me on my ass. Seventy four we had to re record. Yeah. Yeah, that was the kind of first time that happened. It wasn't not back into kind of seventy four before having to go, hold on a minute. Yeah. But or even at least being comfortable enough to go, no, we need to do that again. Yeah. Uh, June kind of makes sense that we came back with distress tolerance and self-soothing for episode 75. Mm-hmm. I think we needed a little bit of tonic, didn't we? For what we've just been talking about. 76 was the birth of your genius idea, the conscious 68, <laughs> which we've covered a couple of times since. And we covered more luck and judgment in the very lucky 77, aptly named. Uh, July, motivation and accountability, opposite actions were a strong and positive start for July. And then we seem to, again, lost our focus with 81 with free willy yeah. <laughs> although it was quite fun and madness in plain sight that was quite a good title i thought free willy yeah um in august that's this month yep right this couple of days ago august started with us lost in the world's madness again <laughs> and these last two episodes have been focused on trying to find some positives it hasn't seemed to have been a let up in just stuff in the out in you know what's going on in the world yeah, And it just gently seems to be kind of someone's turning up the heat a little bit. You know what I mean? The last couple of months, it's about, we've talked about this, haven't we? Maybe even on the last pod, how people are just feeling it. And we're talking about your clients and training and everyone's, you know, I've had my struggles the last few weeks as, as you have. And do you, know, you kind of used to get leaves at school and then like flatten them with loads of books. Yeah. And obviously the more books you kind of get, the flatter they get. Mm. It feels like, I don't know, it feels like everything's just kind of stacking and stacking and stacking. Yeah. And this is probably what we're going to be coming on to is that how, how much do you let that happen yeah. and how much is kind of happening without your knowledge and then suddenly it's like pfft, overwhelmed. But I think our kind of pods have reflected that bit of a kind yeah. of a litmus paper to what's going on out there, what's happening to us individually and collectively yeah. and saying to Joe this morning, I think things are going to get a lot, lot worse yeah. before they get yeah. any better and you yeah. hope they're going to get better. I do have a low bar mm-hmm. by Christmas time, I think. I said, we're going to be sitting down to eat our Christmas dinner and the world will be burning. Mm. And she went funny she said that because she, she um, is involved, listens to a lot and talks to a lot of intuitives, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the right? Mm-hmm. And she said they're all saying the same thing. It's not very positive, but as we'll come on to in a minute, it's about being realistic and accurate. I had a, a quick word with Mealy this morning because I gave her a lift to the station because she's going up to London for this event. She was sort of saying there is this sort of atmosphere of disrupted lives that things aren't flowing that people are doing one or two social events and almost sort of putting on that mask of oh now we're free yeah but the reality is that freedom is i don't know tainted if you like yeah it isn't the sort of freedom of three summers ago where you go to a festival and there'd be nothing on your mind other than the music and the drugs so yeah i think it was very clear and she has a you know obviously a lot more clients than me and what i've noticed with my clients and i'm saying I think I was saying this to you. It isn't necessary that everyone's going doom and gloom, although there's probably less smiles than there were yeah. three years ago. Yeah. But it's that everybody is disruptive. So people are going, 
I'll go normal time this week. And what used to happen, what used to happen is at the beginning, and you'll know this, I think I did it to you probably. At the beginning of every week, I would go, just to confirm, this is your. And after a while, I stopped doing that because all I was doing was saying to someone like yourself, I'll see you Tuesday, see you Thursday. You knew that. You've been doing it for years. (laughs) And I thought, why am I doing it? And then once or twice, I'd forget to do it. And people are going, what, is it cancelled? So I thought there's no need for me to tell someone every week who comes. But what's happened this week, 60% of the um, set-in-stone appointments were cancelled or changed. Mm. Not necessarily... And that's been creeping, though, isn't it? Yes. Not just overnight. Yeah. Yeah. So Thursday is my busiest day. I'm absolutely rammed on Thursday. Mm. By 10 o'clock, I'd finished. (laughs) Friday, which is my day to do my life admin, I'm there with you at 7 and I'm still there at 1 o'clock. And... And people are cancelling and changing and going, but not always going with a reason. It's it's almost like somehow mm. life's disrupted. Can I just put it off a day? Or can I just, I'm going to come. in the way stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But things that wouldn't got in the way before. I think when you told me, I was like, I totally get that. Because mm. I'm not going to sit on that, that soapbox because I'd be a massive hypocrite. Cause, yeah. Because, and we'll, again, we'll come on to a little bit more about what happened Wednesday night in a minute. Yeah. But I totally understand why things can get on top of you and escalate quite quickly, depending on yeah, where you are. And I yeah. think it's that pressure I was talking about. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Classics, spilt milk, or even less. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Just something someone says, or something you see on TV, will just. And this mine isn't a criticism. I think it's. I think it's just an indicator of people's no, insecurities. No, it's not, yeah, it's just. Are we going to mention why we're doing this on Saturday. I don't know if you've got a plan there. Or yeah, I was yeah. Okay. I've got about Wednesday night here. Yeah. So we sat down to record this. I was going to say the triggers, probably loads of triggers. I was struggling for time. And when I'm struggling for time, I get stressed out that I haven't got enough content for this. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared enough. Mm-hmm. My, head, my head's not in it. <laughs> All those things. I was running a bit late. You turned up and we sat here and my uh, Adobe audition decided to log out of Adobe. Yeah. As soon as it popped up, and I kind of knew because I'm on a different laptop to my mm. normal, <laughs> I just knew instantly how much of a pain that was going to be. Mm. And I think that was just... Yeah, most people go, oh, just as you were trying to kind of calmly go, mm. you just need to log in and you were very patient with me. <laughs> and uh, and there was just this this rush and this feeling of, well, I, I can't even describe it. It's just... Well, you use the word overwhelm, which yeah, I think is... So, but it's my flamethrower. It's just, I can hear that kind of starting up. <laughs> mm. And then I just, I want to burn everything. Mm. And it's just that rush of, yeah, it is overwhelmed, but that, that, that feeling isn't, you know, when you can kind of calm down and step back and think about it, you go, it's probably because a lot of my mind, a lot of my plan, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But that feeling that I get of that just kind of, there's no, there's no way I can do anything. There's no way I can suddenly right, turn, turn that off and go, no. you know, welcome to episode 87 of Wi-Fi <laughs> and off, off we pop. There's just no way on earth I could just, I could just turn that on. And I thought I just, I had to say to you, I just can't do it, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I said, you're really patient, but I just thought I can't. So I'm kidding myself, I'm kidding you, there's just, you know, I'm not going to get any enjoyment out of it. And then you started talking to me about wise mind, emotional mind. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to be the precursor was, you can tell me to fuck off, Dave, <laughs> but here's some thoughts. And you kind of, just you talking about it actually kind of helped me kind of calm down a bit. And we kind of basically just had a chat and didn't record. But mm. the, cup is, the cup is full mm. and overwhelm is, is only one failed login away. Yeah. So that's why we didn't do it. And I kind of didn't, there's no, I didn't really feel like I could do it. And I think when we had, subsequent discussions and we did have one on Thursday and we were mm. talking which I which I've been thinking about subsequently was almost the maybe the link in the two bits of positivity that mm. we're going to come to is that I was explaining to you how my therapist had mentioned 
the physical signs can be a precursor to, mm. to mental strife. Mm. And I was saying to you, one of the things that has come up quite a lot around, in fact, this is going back quite a while ago when I was doing that stress tolerance course, yeah. quite often the, the person would say, if people are feeling stressed, where do you feel it? And I'm totally aware now that when, like I was saying to you, when my guts become mm. entangled and tighter and tighter, mm -hmm. that that's a sign to me. Yeah. But I think very often it's, we ignore those physical cues and our mind just goes taking, it yeah, takes right. over. Whereas you were saying like in your shoulders, you're feeling tight. Mm. And I think sometimes we're in a situation where our body says to us, watch out. Mm. And I think we've almost become immune to those sort of basic yeah. signs. It's yeah. like, I've got a very tight stomach, but I'm still going to mm. carry on regardless, rather than going to say, why do I feel like that in my stomach? Yeah. And it's the whole thing again, isn't it? Like when you go on stage, butterflies in your stomach mm -hmm. is the whole thing with the vagus nerve. Mm -hmm. It's your stomach giving you yeah. an adrenaline rush, the fight or flight. You either go on stage and be an actor or you run away mm -hmm. and hide. Mm -hmm. But I think we do ignore it uh, almost at our peril. Yeah. Um, I used to get the stomach thing. I know that kind of added up to the stomach problems I had, but I always used to be in my stomach, but it's not anymore. Is that like sort of post-op, do you mean, maybe? That, yeah. The, the I think dynamics used, of your stomach It always different. used to be in my stomach, but it, it hasn't been for quite quite a while. But it's, it's mainly all head, really yeah. feeling hot and like the walls are coming in. Classic kind of anxiety, panic attack kind of yeah. territory. There's, there was no way back to the positivity bit. There's no way I can sit here. <laughs> well, you, you did go, say, hey, I'm going to put my fucking laptop through the window. I did at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a clue. <laughs> i'm yeah. not a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah but we we followed up after, after after that instance kind of talking it out and talking about what we're going to do with the pod and and just how we're feeling now but you know because there is that and this this, this is relevant because we'll, we'll come on to what we chatted about the following day at training and this this kind of really stuck with me the thing that you said that night was you're in emotional mind now and as we've talked on and you've talked about on the pod the best thing to do is the opposite action Yep. So the best thing to do is not do this anymore. Go and mm -hmm. do something completely different. Mm -hmm. If it's going for a walk or just don't do this, I guess yeah. it's the opposite yeah. action, right? Yeah. Anything but that. You said you might come back tomorrow and all the problems you think you may have might actually be the problems you've got. Yeah. Words to that effect. I'm not I'm yeah. paraphrasing. But I think that's a really important thing to notice, isn't it? That you can sleep on stuff, come back to things in the cold light of day and go, no, actually they are shit. Yeah. And that kind of got us onto the, the we talking followed that talking about that in training the next day, didn't yeah. they? And you started. You saw a doctor on Instagram talking about about changing. Was this right? Changing positive thinking to accurate thinking. Yes. Because we also cover this. I think on on that on, on last week's. Where there's loads of listicles on the internet or anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How to be positive, and they are all the same. Yeah. Those things are all the same because arguably they work. But there's no way you can change your mindset if those things are just fundamentally misaligned. Yeah. Broken. I guess to the point of accurate thinking, just not being addressed. Mm. Is that fair mm -hmm. to say? Which I'd not heard about accurate thinking. Yeah. Then I kind of looked it up. There seems to be the granddaddy of accurate thinking is someone called Napoleon Hill. Yeah. And um, very much from a business, did you find reading yes. his stuff? Because I, I came to the same conclusion without even speaking to you. Yeah. So he was born in 1883 and died in 1970. He was an American self-help author and he's best known for his book, Think and Grow Rich, mm -hmm. in 1937, mm -hmm. which is among the 10 best-selling uh, best self-help books of all time. We didn't even know. I hadn't no. heard about him. Hill's work insisted that um, fervid expectations are essential to improving one's life 
most of his books were promoted as expounding principles to achieve success. I guess the original Gary V, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hill is, in modern times, a controversial figure if accused of fraud. Modern historians also doubt many of his claims. Perfect for this pop then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's also been known as the most famous con man you've probably never heard of. Anyway, he's got some interesting things mm. to say. <laughs> let, let, you know, never let that cloud <laughs> any, any kind of use of content. He describes accurate thinking as this. Accurate thought involves two fundamentals. First, you must separate facts from mere information. Second, you must separate facts into two classes, the important and the unimportant. Only by doing so can you think clearly and accurately. Accurate thinkers permit no one to do their thinking for them. Gather information and listen to the opinions of others, but reserve for yourself the privilege of making decisions. Truth will be truth, regardless of a closed mind, ignorance, or the refusal to believe. So essentially it's fact versus fiction. Yeah. And important versus unimportant, which is what you were kind of talking about in the, when you were talking about going from emotional mind to wise mind. That is kind of the process, isn't it? Going out of all these things you're thinking and feeling, which of them are fact? Yes. Which of them are real? Yeah. And it all feels real. Well, the, the, the bit, the, it, yeah. The bit. It is all real. None of it's, I'm not making this up. You go, no, but that, you know, but when you're in that state, you can't logically think. Or log- logically take a step back and go, I'm going at my own arse about this thing that hasn't, is not even a yeah. thing. It hasn't happened. It probably will never happen, for example. Yeah. And that's the, the, the thing that you just described about Wednesday night, you were ruled by emotions and you had a whole number of thoughts in your head and you weren't able to make those thoughts and put them on a boat and let them clear your mind because your mind was so congested. But it's the point that you made there, which is really good, is that those thoughts... And those emotions, an emotion isn't real. Mm. However, that doesn't mean that the way you deal with that emotion won't be the same. Or, or the, the trigger that got you to that emotion, the reason for getting to that emotional state mm-hmm. can be real. Sorry, yeah, I yeah, interrupted yeah. you because I haven't got my thoughts. No, no. Well, let me, let me do a bit more and then you'll get to that. Might, might get to it. So what I'm saying is on Wednesday night, you were 100% in emotional mind. So you were you were vocalizing like a stream of consciousness that was just thoughts and emotions. So you said things like, I'm going to put this through the fucking window. I don't want to do the pod again. Wasn't a thought, that was a fact. I've had enough. This is taking too much time. Mm. The work involved in this is massive. Mm. I've got loads of other things going on in my life. You know, it was a whole torrent of thoughts. And what I, the point I guess I was making, which you alluded to, is that in the calm light today, in my garage at seven o'clock the following morning, you might have listed the same things, but you listed them. <laughs> Apart from checking the laptop, but yeah, yeah, yeah did everything so, else. Well, that's, that's, well that's a good point then. Yes, so your yes. logical mind has said, I'm not going to waste a laptop. <laughs> yeah. So my logical mind goes, yeah, you were wrong, emotional that. mind. However, emotional mind, I haven't got enough hours in the day, yeah. is true. That's what I mean. Most of the stuff I was talking yeah. about is... is there were still things I need to address. Yeah, but you wouldn't find a solution to that in emotional mind. Yes. So one of the things that I thought was very interesting, and I've um, mentioned this to, to, to somebody, when we were talking, we need to discuss the future of the pod. Mm. We both have an investment in it, mm. emotional and, and, well, emotional, really. <laughs> <laughs> were you going to say financial? Yes. <laughs> Accuse of sponsors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we both have it. We we both have an investment in it. But I was saying to you, I'll come to your office and sit at a desk with a coffee, and we'll discuss it mm. because then we're taking them out. The emotion. Let's have a business meeting. Yeah, which is a good. Yeah. Because if we have it at this table, 
this table is loaded with yeah. emotion, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. And that's when... You the, think all the things that never made it to tape. The, this tape, yeah. yeah this this tape. table had ears <laughs> instead of just legs. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and I think I, we have talked about this a lot, but I think it's... And why I said tell me to fuck off is that... No, I'm glad you said that. It's a simple A lot of people solution. don't do that. What? Say fuck off. Because I think I said that to you. I said I, it was it was teed up nicely because you basically said, look, I'm gonna I'm about to say something now, which depending on what way where you take this could sound massively condescending, patronising, yeah, yeah. just completely unwelcome or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, again, I think more people should probably do that. Okay, you know Taking what I mean? a risk, Give you yeah. a bit of a give you, give <laughs> yeah. a chance to get out. But no, it, it was it was welcome. I guess we have that understanding, don't we? Hmm. But it's a difficult spot. But yeah, the accurate thinker was good because I think it's there's certain kind of housekeeping you've got to get done. There's some realities you've got to confront mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself about before you can even do get to the. We should all drink water and get a good night's sleep, yeah. and you know maybe do a bit of yoga, meditation, all those kind. Of, they're all great, great tools. But in some ways, you're probably papering over a lot of cracks, mm. and some of those cracks are probably you know too big to paper mm. over. Oh, yeah, downward dog doesn't solve everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for a split second, and I think I was getting to the point where you know. My little, we talked about this, the little slithers of training I've booked in are good. And without that, things would be a lot worse. Yeah. But they're not, those things aren't enough because yes. the other things I'm doing, either I, I I may have to stop doing or look at them a slightly different way, have a different attitude towards them, you know, just reorder them. Mm. And they're probably the wrong things as well. Mm-hmm. The things that maybe I think I'd like to be doing, but they're not going to be good for me. Yeah. So what yeah. is good for me is, is replacing some of those things with even just looking after myself, mm-hmm. basic self-care, mm. back to the soothing bit. Mm. That is going out the window for something I'm I'm scratching at and not getting anywhere. Does that make any sense? Not totally. They're no. not, they're not, they're, they, you could probably say they're distractions, but the things I'm not doing wholeheartedly, if they were going the way I wanted them to go, they would be filling me with lots of joy. And I think yeah. because I'm yeah. not giving them the justice they require, the time and the tension... Mm-hmm. it's spreading my time so thin i'm actually dropping the more important things which is the, the first stages of self-care so just like like drinking yeah drinking right eating right yeah getting the right sleep the fundamentals right mm. i'm not doing those because of these other things because yeah. I go, that's what i really and love that's to do your vicious i don't love starts, drinking I don't, it? yeah i don't love drinking water i don't mm. love thinking about food yeah you know what i mean i don't I'm not in. I'm not madly in love with training. It's yeah. <laughs> my confession to you. No, I like. I love it. And it's really important. I do enjoy it, but I'm not obsessed with it. No, it's not no. where my passions lie. Your passions lie in self care, mm. largely, don't mm. they? Looking, you know, keeping fit, looking after yourself, yeah. eating right, drinking right, training it right, mm. moving. Mm. I'm not even getting to that bit because my passions are said in, in me, involve me sat at a laptop largely. One of the mantras I've used. Like I think I've mentioned to you this before, when I did my football coaching badge, the more advanced one I did, the guy we had was a top coach, and I didn't I didn't agree with everything he said, <laughs> shock, and um, but one of the things he did say was coach success, and I've mentioned that before, mm-hmm. and I've been training yeah. you, and you made a comment at training, along the lines of this is more important than the training per se, the t- the, the turning up and moving yeah. is more important whether you do a certain weight and a certain exercise. So it was the consistency of turning up, the message that gives you to yourself, mm. the fact that you are going to have a bit of dopamine and adrenaline, whether you like it or not. Mm. 
And that was what I thought was really interesting this week, that I said to you, we talked for what we thought was 40 minutes and it was an hour and three quarters. You hadn't even touched a weight. And I said to you at the end of that, let's fix another time to train. Yeah. And we did it there and then. Yeah. And in the past, what I think I would have done was like, fucking hell, listen to us. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. And I thought, this isn't what I want the reflection of the training to be. I don't want you to go away. No matter how good the talk was and how necessary it was, you're there to train. Yeah. You're not there to do an hour and three quarters talking. So I, that's the difference, I think, from my therapy. I said to you there and then, come on Friday. Mm -hmm. And I was going to text you on um, Thursday night late and go, are you all right for tomorrow? Mm -hmm. And I thought, that gives you a way out. Because if you were in two minds... And I go, are you all right for tomorrow? You can go, well, maybe I'm not. And I was sat on the sofa Thursday night going... I don't want to go. <laughs> well, yeah, I, you know, it was crossing my mind. I, I want yeah. to go, but I think but the Give point, me an excuse. Yeah, but the thing that, ha you know, that part of what happened on Wednesday night and that happens frequently, you know, is my flamethrower. I, I want to do it and it's important to me and I know how important it is. But I, and sometimes you can't explain that feeling of just fuck it all off. Yeah. Just leave me alone. I need to go and wallow. Back to Napoleon, this accurate thinking and it's got me thinking that whole kind of idea of you know not layering over all those listicles and all the things we know we need to be doing can't really be argued against in order for mm. them to be good for mm. you i said e drinking well eating well yeah they're moving. not they're not open to dispute no they're not they? no and then on the other side there's the things that you the other things that you know are good for your soul mm. but there's other things that i want to do that, that bring me joy and that's the other thing because i'm not doing them well enough i'm not getting the joy i want from them that's no. making me sad yeah. It's also distracting me from the self-care thing. And so the accurate thinking has kind of gone, rather than overlaying something that is just going to make all that worse, you've got to think about it and go, what is important? What is unimportant? Have all these things. Just because they might be categorized as unimportant doesn't mean they're going to be unimportant forever. Mm. And accurate is being honest as well, isn't it? Kind of being real with yourself and going, just because I'm not going to do that now doesn't mean I'm never going to do it. And although it's my passion and I get joy from it, just put it on a shelf for a minute because there's mm. other things you've got to focus on. Get right first and, this, and then you can come back to it. Does that make sense? Well, I, well I, I That's what I think I have to do. I might just have to burn some of my passions in order to, to get myself back on track and to do the fundamentals of, of the self-care bit. What I was thinking with the accurate thinking is or, that what, no, or how, how you I saw it. it. No, no, it is how I saw it, but I just, I put it in a different perspective. We talked last pod, I think, about glass half full or half empty mm. we were talking to about someone a mutual friend the other day mm. and that person i would say if you asked 10 people who know him mm. would be carefree humorous light-hearted yeah. friendly life and soul of the party mm. good guy yeah i don't think at the moment that person would describe themselves as that yeah i don't have any particular evidence but it's just how it mm -hmm. looks to me mm -hmm. I think it's and this is what i meant about the glass half full or half empty, that person would be a half full type of guy, always. And I think I would probably be a half empty. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is that positive thinking isn't enough. It's a veneer. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, it's how it looks. That's you, what I was saying. I don't, want it to over, I don't want it to be a layer. Yes. That's just kind of... And sometimes accurate and positive will come together. But it's much more, for me, the accurate thinking made me think, targeting my thinking not just to go right i'm going to be really positive about x y and z the accurate thinking for me is almost taking it one step further is that i'm going to be positive about it and do it yeah. because you can have all the positive thoughts in the world but if you don't finish them yeah 
And also, I can't be positive about my overwhelm. No. I can't go, it's just everyone gets overwhelmed at times. Don't give yourself a hard time about it. Think about bumblebees and hacking unicorn. No, it's... It's not. It's not enough. For a split second, it might be okay. Yeah. But unless I kind of, what's that radical thing you did in your, is it something with radical? Radical acceptance. Radical acceptance. I guess it's that. I don't like it, but I've just got to accept that that yeah. is what I've got to do. Yeah. And what I've got to do is put some things on the back burner. Yeah. While I get some other things sorted. So even though even so, those good things, those basics, even your Maslow's hierarchy of mm. need shit, I need to get those things right. Yeah. If I don't get those right, there won't be a me. Because I'll fall over. Yeah. And I won't get working and I'll break and I won't be able to fix myself. Yeah. The radical right. acceptance, the phrase that got me was always that it's not fair. When we did the skills course, yeah. it was like, it doesn't matter if it's fair. It, it's, yeah. You've it's got to deal right, with yeah. what's in front of you. Yeah. And life isn't always I fair. I won't ever be able to enjoy those passions mm. and do more of the things that bring me joy if I'm fucking ill with whatever. Mm. With mentally, physically. So 12 points on accurate thinking. Thoughts have power and under your control can be used wisely or unwisely. Number two, accurate thinking is a moral duty. Not really sure about that one. No. <laughs> nothing, uh, number three, nothing great can happen without accurate thinking. Mm. <laughs> Four, accurate thinkers accept no political, religious or other type of thought regardless of its source until it is carefully analysed. Until you kind of know them as, as your own facts. Don't let it be influenced by anything else. Unless you're absolutely sure it's your own kind of truth first. Right. Can I just, this is an important one. We, a while ago, I talked about Invermectin mm. on the podcast and I said, just wait for that to become a thing. Mm. Oh, um, you and your bloody yeah. crystal ball, Mark. Crystal ball. No, no. The point <laughs> I'm making. to be coming true. <laughs> the point <laughs> I'm making is that people go, one C and O level biology ain't enough for me to listen to you. Is that all you got? Yeah. Mm. And then I did chemistry and physics together and I failed that. It's so nice. Let's just gloss over that. This guy here I'm quoting from, this Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Didn't have two GCSEs to rub together. So So, the point I was making, I brought that up and I brought it up because a number of people had said a number of things. Mm. And interestingly, the CDC in America this week posted uh, on social media a very strange thing. And it said, you're not a sheep, you're not a horse you all need to think more. That was the headline. And it would obviously be done by a marketing agency to to capture a certain demographic. Mm. And it basically said, Invermectin is to treat parasites in horses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you take it, you're a dick. Why would you take it? Why are you even thinking about it? You could do yourself a lot of damage. Grow up. That that was what it said. And on the same day, I heard... um, a release from a guy who's very high up in Japan who said, I have been treating 500 patients with Invermectin and it has worked miracles. Mm. And I know it's an anti-parasitical drug, but it's working. But it's a drug. It's just, it's only defined by who you give it to. Yes. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Invermectin has been, I actually mentioned a long, long time ago about a thing that was being sold for $3 in India. I was saying about this, I think it's Invermectin, zinc and something else. And it's sort of an over the counter mm-hmm. thing. And it was like, oh, it's dodgy because you're getting it in little markets in India. It's that judgment bit yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, right. It's for horses and it's sold in India. Yeah. Why would you want to be? Yeah. And also we, we were talking about immunity in Africa. Africa yeah. seems to, despite the fact of the poverty in Africa and the hygiene being mm. the worst in the world generally, mm they've escaped yeah. most of the ravages and we're being told it's all about washing your hands, <laughs> staying absent, so you're in a ghetto <laughs> right. with no running water 
yeah. and the numbers and, and then people go oh yeah that's because they don't test it's that you, you can never find your way out the point i'm making is this if you were a conspiracy theorist or if you were trying to put something about i don't think i would choose an anti-parasitical drug for horses mm. as as the savior of covid it's a very strange one to take because straight away people are going to go like what the fuck are you on about mm. it's now being used with bi- millions and millions of people in india um, in various states and people are saying it is having a positive effect and there's also the mainstream media going yeah mariana spring on the bbc these guys are idiots don't take it you'll die mm-hmm. now i don't know what the truth is mm. and the truth might be somewhere between the two yeah but i think this is going back to your bit there about the accurate thinking i've got to the point in going i can never know the truth on this mm-hmm. so i'm going to stop <laughs> i'll read both sides but i'm not going to try and find my truth mm-hmm. because my sources I, c- I can't believe either side yeah, yeah. so i think this is the accurate thinking is that i'm not going to go down a rabbit hole because i'll never find that truth but if someone gives me some advice by saying vitamin d will do this and then i read something else mm-hmm. and i go no balance of probability and having done my research i believe that vit- taking vitamin d will do me well mm. and it it can't do me harm yeah so i'll go down that route but i think this is what's happened we're being polarized it's almost like you can't be accurate thinkers are the masters of their own emotions this is very important you never want to make decisions based off of emotions back to your advice to me mm. on wednesday night Accurate thinking calls for the highest order of self-discipline. I can I can see that. Mm. Accurate thinking involves two fundamentals. First, you must separate facts from fictions we've done. And second, you must separate facts into two classes, the important and unimportant, just reiterating that. It takes concentration to control your attention and focus it on one problem until you've solved it. Mm. That's hard. Uh, you need to turn on the full power of your mind to control your life. Uh, number 10 is the power of your thought is the only thing which you have complete control. To use this power effectively, you must think accurately. Okay, number 11, accurate thinkers allow no one to do their thinking for them. And the last one is accurate thinkers know their emotions are not always reliable. So a lot of what we've been talking about. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a sieve. You've got to kind of do you just go away and do, I guess, take some time. We talked to ages ago about how much time we spend actually on planning our lives. We're just giving ourselves some time. Mm. That's what I'm going to go and do in my in my early days next week, mm. Mark, is, is sit down and just kind of try and get it all down. I mean, I, I tend to work through things like they're a project which probably isn't the healthiest or mm. the most effective way of dealing with your own stuff we're going to sit down and just kind of write down the things that are important mm. the things that aren't what brings me joy what doesn't kind of just have a bit of a shakedown and see what kind of comes out mm. but just be kind of very brutal with it and uh, i think you've just got to put that effort in and sieve through things and hopefully the stuff that you want is going to be left at the top yeah yeah good analogy you had something yeah, I'll give it a go. Got your laptop out. It goes dark in here when you open the lid on that laptop. It's so big. <laughs> Just get a waft of air as you open it up. Um, I think it's the biggest laptop I've ever seen, Mark. Thank you. Because <laughs> I can't afford a sports car for my... <laughs> um, this is a flexible thinking toolkit, and flexible thinking is quite often put alongside accurate thinking. Yeah. So this is from something called the Wellbeing Project, so I'll give you the link. But it was just what it did, and I, literally this is going to be two or three minutes because I don't, I don't want to read through the whole thing. Yeah. So it was a validated evidence-based model that looks at the five key elements that support well-being. And I thought, we all know what those are sort of thing. We've been talking about it non-stop. But these, this approach I found really interesting. So the first one that they were saying was energy, sustaining and renewing physical energy to have the capacity to keep going. We've done the link between physical and mental. 
I think I'm becoming more and more aware that this, the sheer time and commitment to looking after yourself physically, people are giving up on sweeping generalisation. But I was looking at one or two of the adverts about deliveries the other day and the co-op said, we can get your breakfast to you in 20 minutes. And I'm going, this is insane. Mm. We should not be as a society that we cannot. And they actually said, so you can enjoy breakfast in bed. Literally, do not leave your bed. We will come and feed you. Yeah. And that that's yeah. that's a, a maintained society. It's a fed society. And I think use utilizing energy is it's, it's, it's almost, not even once in a while do that. It's like do it all the time. Yes, because they every advert's for it. Yeah. yeah. And then it becomes your norm and it becomes your default. And then you're not even also you're watching that as a power of advertising, you go, I'm not doing that. Is everyone else doing that? Yeah. This is what everyone's doing now. Mm. I'm still going out and getting mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making it myself, I might be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that was interesting. One was future focus, exactly what you were saying there, having a clear sense of purpose and direction. Mm. And I think and I saw a meme today and it was um, SpongeBob SquarePants and he had... Um, <laughs> Especially where you get your sources. <laughs> yeah. He had a blindfold on and it said, me choosing my next career. And then the next one, his eyes were massive and it's me choosing a cookie that has the most chocolate chips in. And that last bit resonated. Quite often when I'm looking mm. at the choice, food's a prime example, you make an unconscious, well, no, you make a very conscious decision of that one's slightly bigger, that one's slightly better done, that's got more topping. Mm. Mm. The number of times, mm. I think, if you're with someone and you have two cakes, yeah, you make a judgment. And you might make a judgment to say, I'm going to be nice and give this other one, other person a nice cake. What's your message in this? My message is that we put an awful lot of time into thinking on something so inane. It doesn't make okay. any material difference. So you're saying to we're us. likely to put more, more, more effort into de- <laughs> deciding what cake you're going to have over what your career path should be. Is that yes. basically what you're saying? Yes. Okay. In terms of, yeah. The day your, so- your source decisions. of income for buying said cake in the first place should take a little bit more, you know. Yeah. We should be a little bit more discerning about yeah. that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but every day we make those decisions. We're just we? agonising over We make the decision whether to get Harpic or Toilet Duck. <laughs> None of it makes any difference. It's all made in one factory and just put in a different coloured bottle. Yes. Everything just yeah. is the same, but we it's like which flavour, you know, how many flavour crisps are there now? Well, They're just crisps. Well, ads like your breakfast in bed is preying on the, the analysis paralysis, isn't it? With yeah. everything, there's so much going on. Someone will just go, we'll do it for you. Go, okay, thanks. <laughs> Thanks, can you just put me out of my misery? <laughs> can you just put it in my mouth for me? And you're not going to order, well, I'll order half a dozen eggs and we'll have scrambled eggs. You're yeah. going to go, I better have chocolate croissant and some halloumi and some yeah. tomatoes and mushrooms because mm. why would I just order that? Yeah, yeah. Um, the third one was inner drive, which is um, self-belief when times get tough. They then said about flexible thinking, which is an open and optimistic mindset. And I thought flexible thinking is maybe positive thinking and accurate thinking yeah. becomes flexible kind of, thinking so you're still being optimistic you're still looking on the good side but you're not getting lost in a sort of yeah unicorn and bumblebees well, i think the say. thing about accurate for me and the flexibility comes into it is that you are not doing what someone is prescribing the whole mm-hmm. point of it and there's there's obviously tools and techniques of how to think accurately yeah but it's about just deciding what you think and know is best mm. there's loads of tactical things you can do yeah, but strategically, you need to decide on a direction, don't you? Yeah. So I'm because not gonna... they almost do it the wrong way round. They almost kind of hit you with a tactic before you actually strategy comes before tactics, or in my in in my eyes. Yeah. Because without that kind of directional reason for doing something, you'd end up doing the wrong things. 
Yeah. Within that, you have to have flexibility. Yeah. Because it'll be be different for everybody. So all I'm going to do is read this bit on flexible thinking. The other stuff we'll put up. I think it's worth if people want to have a look. Mm. I think it's really interesting because there's a a whole toolkit that explains methods you can use to get yourself in different mindsets. I think this is just the key bit Mm. for me. So they're saying about flexible thinking being the ability to see things from different perspectives, find alternative approaches so that we don't become blinkered and polarized. It prevents us from making snap judgments and assumptions about people and situations. I think we're all guilty of that, Mm. that you see somebody and based on the way they look or they dress or they speak, assumptions are made. Mm. What this guy Aaron Beck said is that the opposite of that flexible thinking is cognitive distortions, and he called those thinking traps. And they are typically automatic thoughts, which are often inaccurate, irrational, and over-exaggerated because they are all automatic and they just take hold. So you don't mm. get that sort of taking a step back. That was me Wednesday, wasn't it? It was all, I couldn't control any of that. Yeah. It was just taking me. Yeah. What it says here is the trouble is we tend to train our minds to work in quite specific ways and we plow the same neural pathways. We fall into the same thinking traps. We make the same assumptions. Yeah. We repeat the same habits. Yeah. That's why we drive on motorways rather than taking a back route. It's easier, it's more straightforward, and we can do it on autopilot. And he was saying about our brains being highly plastic. And this one little thing has has been my light bulb moment. There is a toilet that had a old-fashioned handle that you pulled to flush. And that toilet has been renovated, and it now has a push button. Every time I go to use said toilet... Where is this toilet? Just for, I'm just trying to... It doesn't matter where it is. No, it's not it a, does to me, but carry on. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, I'm trying, I can't picture it, but I don't know where it is. It's in my house. Okay, right. So, <laughs> so when I yeah. go to pull the flush, yeah. my hand does that. Yes. It's got used Sorry, to that, that, was, <laughs> that was very visual. My hand goes you, to pull you, the handle. Yes. And now I have to push a button. Mm. And I might have used that toilet How many times four times. Take for you to... I still put the lid down, obviously, and <laughs> go to pull the handle. Well, before, after, oh, sorry, <laughs> after, right, right. So that, would, to me, summed up this neural pathways. Yeah. When I was faced with that toilet, yeah, I, think... I would always pull a handle. Yeah. I didn't, and now I've been told that you need to do things differently. My brain is gone. Mm-hmm. The handle does mm-hmm. no longer exist. I haven't trained myself enough. Over time, I will. Toilet training. Yeah. Toilet training. <laughs> but that, that was the accurate thinking. I'm still acting inappropriately yeah. to what's facing me. My eyes are seeing yeah, a yeah, button yeah. and your my brain hand is... is going, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I think that is about the flexibility. You need to radically accept that that is no longer the handle's pulled. handle's no more, <laughs> It's yeah. now a button. <laughs> but it's interesting it'll, it'll, how long it'll take to... Yeah. Well, maybe you could tell us <laughs> next, <Yeah. laughs> the next episode. Right, we've been going on a while, Mark. Yeah. Thought of putting a couple of life hacks. Now, two of these are mine, <laughs> and we're going to finish <laughs> with, with, with one of yours. Yeah. So my first one is seeing blue. So when hearing an ambulance or police car behind you, don't yes. panic. The amount of people that <sighs> yeah. happened today, and there's a car in front of me, pulled onto the curb. I thought it was almost going to take its... You see them, don't you? People just pulling into the curb in a panic. And then you're on a decent-sized road. All you need to do is just slow up, right? And not stick it in someone's front garden, right? <laughs> but then you feel guilty. Huh? About what? I get a rush of guilt when there's a but, police car behind me. What, because you think you've, they're going to stop you about your brake yeah. light? Well, just stop me, full stop. I don't know what yeah, about. Yeah, they can smell petrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what... <laughs> um... <laughs> This is a, a private joke, though, kind of is, isn't it? But yeah. 
No, but people just get out of their way and almost crash their car into other people or into the curb. Yeah. And yeah. then those people who are panicking run the risk of getting overtaken. We've talked about this the before. The ones at the back of the... Yeah. Yeah. And I almost went past someone because they were too busy getting back off the pavement. And you're like, come on. Most and going through a red light is still an offence, isn't it? Even if you're making way for an emergency vehicle. Yeah, right. Rule book. <laughs> just putting it out there. Yeah. Public service. So, okay. So what's your life hack? Don't get out of the way of ambulances. Don't panic. You're not listening to me. Yeah. Just just slow up carefully, consider it, and just pull over if you can. Don't okay. drive it up curbs and stick at weird angles and just cause carnage. Okay. Pet sounds. Save yourself precious breath by not asking your pets what they're doing. We all do it, <laughs> don't we? We go, how are you doing? What are you doing? And you're always asked twice, which is even worse. You're just wasting twice as much breath. Yeah. Don't ask them because they don't understand what you're on about. No. You go. And I think when you ask them if they've been a good boy, they're always going to say yes, aren't yeah. they? It's a waste of breath. Yeah. They're always going to say yes. <laughs> exactly. Cats won't. <laughs> no. no. Right. And, this, and the third one is 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 yours, Mark. Would you like to share what your life is? I've forgotten what I said. I know I said it just now. Brush your teeth. In the shower. Is that it? Okay. So two things. If we were designing a bathroom, right. okay. Oh well, no, something. Can I just remember this? Because if I don't say it, I'll forget it. So toaster. What? Toaster. Is this a life hack? No, this is just this really something you want to get off your chest. So they're going to ban plastic cutlery, but that legislation evidently is going to take a year to get in. It's interesting, isn't it? Like banning <laughs> riots and free speech can happen very quickly, but yeah, it's going to yeah, take yeah. a year to ban yeah. plastic plates. You get vaccines through quick, can't you? Yeah, mm. and. Um, yeah, you can't give bloody cow pole to a kid, but you can shove an experimental drug in there. Still, okay. keep it light. And, <laughs> but also, they're not banning the plastic lids on coffee cups. That's interesting, isn't it? So, anyway. Get back to where was it? No, I've got toasters. You, we're yeah, not even toasters. on topic. You put a slice of toast. They no, don't. You put a slice of bread. Thank you. In a toaster. Mm -hmm. You push the button down. Yeah, I do have to fucking do it. I'm about to ask you a question. I'm p painting the scene. What happens as you push the... It clicks. Yeah, and what happens inside the, the toaster? The, the, hot, the hot rings come on. The thing, yeah. The, hot, the elements come on. Yeah, and what do they do to the, to the bread? They, they heat it up. Yeah. What happens to the empty slot? That heats up as well depending on what kind of toaster you've got so toasters are designed that if you put one slice of toast in both how, how many slots you got well have if you've you, got how, two, how many have you got in your toaster four yeah same with me we've done well for ourselves yeah. haven't we? <laughs> so we, we i swear we talked about this on the wide one about having how many slots you've got no, having the having yeah having well four is always is a life changer anyway but yeah. have but getting a toaster where they have the slots are wide enough to get some decent bread in. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but the point I'm saying, so Greta, Extinction Rebellion. Oh, really fucking get that. No, 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 no. Is that why the, the summers are so hot? Because everyone's just got an extra... If you put a toaster on, half of it heats up. So what am I going to do? When, I, when, when I've... Just, you just have more toast in your So if you've want. got two ovens, Eat you, you put your chicken in one, but turn the other one on to 200 for yeah. an hour and a half oh, anyway. That would, that would be seen as absolute nonsense, wouldn't it? Toasters heat space, mm. and no one has questioned well, that. How many people ha heat up water in a kettle and never use all of it? Yeah, okay, that works as well. Thank but <laughs> but toasters, this is ridiculous. They've been designed be to heat space. 
What, like space? The big vacuous... <laughs> what? What? I'm serious about this. How serious? You'd have forgot, you, you barely remembered it. You forgot as soon as you walk it. out of this house. What was the life hack anyway? Brushing your teeth in the shower. Okay. So... You're it, just diverting because this is a shit one. In some ways... No, no. This is... So... If you're the, redesigning, you were saying... The downside of brushing your teeth in... Oh, yeah. If I was designing a bathroom... Yeah. And an alien comes down. Oh, fucking hell. No. Did you see my Insta story today? <laughs> Take me to your leader. <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> if an alien comes down and went to me, oh, I'd like to look all around the various rooms in your house. What, what, what's what like Dion Dublin? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see what's up the stairs. <laughs> so I take the alien in and they go, right, talk me through. And I go, that's the toilet. It used to have a handle and now I've got a button. And then I go... Must go well, that must take ages to get your head around it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even where I come from, that'll take a while. So facetious alien. We giggle. Um... And then you go, what's this here? And I go, that's, that's the washing basin. So what happens in that? Well, traditionally, bear with, traditionally, we fill it full of water. Yeah. We then throw the water over our face, maybe yeah. under our arms. For a strip wash. Yeah. For a strip wash. Yeah, yeah. And then we let the plug out and the water disappears. And the alien goes, I understand that. I understand that. And he goes, what do you do after that? We put some minty paste in our mouth and then spit it into the basin. And he go, but that's your washing basin. That's where you wash to make your face clean. Clean. And everyone's going to go, yeah, but we don't just leave the I spit there. I didn't know where there. you were going with this, but now... We don't just leave the spit there, Mark. I, I think you just wipe the smile off my face, Mark. You don't wash the basin after you've brushed your teeth. You put the tap on to waste more water. You go like that roughly with your hand and your spit stays there all day. And then when you go for a wash at night, God. you fill up the basin of your spit. Your own spit. Your coven-laded spit. Or if, you're, if you're lucky or unlucky enough to live with someone. Yes. You're bathing in their spit. Yeah. And if you don't like them, that's even and worse. And the alien right? go, so this is where you wash to get clean and you spit from your mouth mm. in there. I love your alien hey? chats. It's true, though. It is. I didn't think you were going so, there. This so, this is what happens. I'm not doing as much mindfulness as I should, so I'm not sniffing my shampoo anymore. But I've removed all the bottles from my shower so that I don't waste time ranking them or talking to them. And if you look on TikTok, a lot of people talk to shower bottles, so it isn't as stupid as you made out. So, just the one bottle of shampoo. In no the shower. Nothing to talk Wash to. go. <laughs> but now I brush my teeth. Advantage is I spit in the shower. That then goes down the plug hole, number one. Number two, I'm doing two things at once, mm. so it's a time saver. I'm not having a shower, then getting out the brushing my teeth. You're still wasting quite a lot of water whilst you're brushing your teeth, unless you're doing something else while you're brushing your teeth. I'm standing in the shower. I stand in the shower anyway. Okay. You, you stand in the shower for a few minutes, don't you? Okay. You're not washing the whole time you're in the shower. What would you, what would you, you just stand in there? What, thinking yeah. about your life? You must just stand in a shower. Yeah, well, yeah, but not for long. No. How long do you brush your teeth for? Two minutes. Okay. Yeah. So the advantage is you're not spitting into the bowl, pleases the alien. Number two, if you have one of those electric toothbrushes... I do have one of those, yeah. Pull the top off and look at the fucking gunk clean underneath. Mine. Yeah, it's How regularly? Regularly enough. If you brought it down now, what would it look like? It'd look all right. If your mum was sitting get... in this room, would you show her your toothbrush? <laughs> I get to the point where I can't actually put the brush on top because, because it's there's so, so much here. gunk. Yeah, so yeah. all your spit has congregated... Yeah. And you can barely yeah, use it. That. And we put that in our mouth. Yeah. And what's worse, this yeah. might shock you, 
right. some families share one toothbrush and each have their individual head. So they put their head on the motorized bit. Yeah. That has so just got, got all the gunk and spit. On it. So in the middle of a pandemic. Crikey. Yeah. That's where our problems are. That's where coronavirus where is spreading, are. isn't it? So what happens in the shower <laughs> is, that it's in the home. is not only do I brush my teeth, not only do I spend a good two minutes doing it because it's fun doing it in mm. the shower, I then wash my toothbrush under the shower. My toothbrush is impeccable. I bet it is. You'll take your car in there as well because that's fucking filthy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you get it with your shower? You can probably get it in there as well. You wash your car regularly, massive, don't you? Yeah. Don't use it anymore, do I? No. It's all shiny and all polished in the garage. Don't go anywhere in these days. Mm. Uh, we've been talking for yonks, Mark. I've got to edit this bad boy and get out today. Mm-hmm. Shall I wrap it up? That was good. Thank you for that. I think you should do. I think you should be in charge of life hacks. I love it when you're like looking at me as going, That's "You're an absolute brilliant. dick." And so at the funny. end, you go, "You're basically it's, it's, if only a modern people, day philosopher." We might have to record some actually video because your face sometimes is an absolute picture. These <laughs> just, things you're, matter. You're, your alien stories. You're just your eyes light up. You're in you're in your element. <laughs> <laughs> you almost did it. You, you almost gave the alien a voice as well. You didn't quite do anything. <laughs> it was a little bit Dalek-y. <laughs> Uh, right that's it for this episode well done for getting this far and thanks for listening thanks for hanging in there with us give us a follow on Instagram at I'm Finecast and um, send your send us a message why not in the next episode we don't know when it's going to be do we Mark no do we so, need one minute just to explain that our business meeting is to discuss direction yeah yeah we're going to go away and have a little chat I'm going to have a break I'm going to get away on my motorbike uh, what are you going to do next week what are you going to do without me next week pine oh I'm joking. Yeah, no. <laughs> what are you going to do for an, an hour? Are you gonna... I'm just going to talk to myself in the garage. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Take my toothbrush in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to have a natter, have a think, aren't we? Mm. We're probably, you know, I don't know when we'll kind of come back, but we'll have a little break. And but you know. and the football plants will go again. Yeah. I hate that phrase. Do you? Yeah. Mm. Cool. So we'll see you soon. And uh, in the meantime, take care of yourself, as Jerry Springer would say. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye. Bye.